Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Bezaz Hashem feedbacks and insights number twelve. Email address shalombayas seven 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 at gmail dot com. In last feedback, feedback number eleven, we started discussing a Taira of Rav Shmuel Birnbaum Zechet Tzadik Rekadosh Lavracha about knowing one's tafket in life. He talked about the concept of Betzal that he was chosen to build the Mishkan. Why Betzalel? And um, they gave a reason to be Mechaper on, he built it to be Mechaper on the fact that they killed his grandfather Chor, but that wasn't the real reason. The real reason was simply because that was his tafket. He was supposed to do this. Whether we understand why, when, where, or how, that was his tafket, and that everyone has a tafket, and they need to try to figure out what it is, Davin Tashem, if you don't know, and get to a point where you understand it, and then just do it, and realize never to look down at anybody who seems to be um, doing something that is not, in your mind, as important, which is totally untrue, because everyone is needed, and if Hashem put you in a certain position or have certain abilities, uh, it makes no difference society, how they view those type of abilities, that is your tafkid, and that's what Hashem wants from you, and He has tremendous nachas ruach from you with that. So and that was the gist of that um, last feedback and insights and from Rashmul Birnbaum. And to bring out this point more, he brings amazing stories in the Sefer. And I'm going to say, relate one of them. That's just really uh, is, is leaves a roshim. Now, one of the Talmidim of Rav Baruch Ber, Zechat Tzadik of Rocha, came to Rav Moshe Feinstein, Zechat Tzadik of Rocha, had a complicated shaila in Alocha. And I think it was a Pikuach Nefesh shaila, a matter of life and death. Big gravity to have a tshuva like that, to, to ask such a question. So this Talmud of Rav Baruch Ber went to Rav Moshe Feinstein to ask this question, a very complicated question. And Ramosha gave an answer immediately, within 10 seconds. He gave an answer on a life and death issue, on a Pikuach Nefesh issue. And so Rav Shmuel Berman relates that this Talmud of Rav Ber started, got very upset. How could, on, at Ramosha, how could you answer a, a life and death question just like that, in 10 seconds, just like that? How would you have the chutzpah and, and, and that, Places though that that responsibility to answer such a heavy question that's a matter of life and death, and you're able to just simply um, answer that in ten seconds. The Talmud told Ramosha says, "I remember my Rebbe Rebbarch Berzeich He would never answer such a question. He would never answer such a question unless he hazarded over again and again and again, spent hours and hours and hours on the sugis and on the halachas until everything was clear to him. And after many hours and sometimes weeks later, Rabbi Ber would answer a question like that. And you, Ramosha, you answered such a life and death question in just 10 seconds? And this is where Roshmul Birnbaum Zechet Tzadik Avracha said, where Ramosha answered calmly. You know, Ramosha worked on himself. He never lost his temper. And he explained in a nice way, clearly, what, why that was so. 
Because Lamaisa, you know, was wrong maybe for that Talmud to get upset or start screaming. You know, that wasn't Derech Heretz, obviously. But the Taina is an interesting Taina. You know, I mean, this is, you know, we know with, with Dionym and everything, they even if they think they know something, they have to review it in their head, you know. And so Ramosha answers something within 10 seconds in such amazing, serious, serious Shaila. When Rabarak Baran, that was his Rebbe, this Talmud, was a Goyen Oilam. He, 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 he would spend days and days and days being Mayan of the Sugya. Ramosha answered like this. He said that this ability, this ability to answer life and death questions in 10 seconds, like I did, that was not the tafkid of Rav Baruch Ber. Rav Baruch Ber's tafkid was Ian Hatayra and giving shiurim. That was not his tafkid. He, his tafkid was not to answer Pukuach Nefeshailas within 10 seconds. That's my tafkid. It is not the tafkid, or the skula, he calls it, of Rabarach Ber. This was not his thing. That was not Rabarach Ber's calling. That was not what Hashem wanted from Rabarach Ber, Zechit Sadlik Lavracha. So the great Rabarach Ber couldn't do it. The genius and the Eli Rabarach Ber couldn't do it. Not because he wasn't a tzaddik. And not because he wasn't a Goyen Oilam and one of the greatest Rosh Hashivas in our generation but because that wasn't what he was created to do. That wasn't his tafkid. That was a job that Moshe was supposed to do. And so he was able to do it. Shul Birnbaum explains the story further. And I think I, I mentioned it already. He went a little ahead. But he said that the Talmud who asked this question, he had a good point. Rabarach was a great Lamdan. It could be he even was a greater Lamdan technically there of Moshe was. Nevertheless, he was unable to answer deep life and death questions with such speed and accuracy. So Rav Moshe understood this Talmud and explained to him that if you are going to tell me that Rav Baruch Ber was a greater Lamdan than I am, I'm a Kabul that, you're right. I probably don't, I agree with you. I agree with you that I most likely don't come to the lumdis in that sense, in that certain ga'ines, or rabar ber, I don't have that. Maybe in my debris Moshe, I don't have that ga'ines of what your Rebbe Rabar Ber has. But one like myself, a person whose tafkid in essence is dealing with these questions and alochas, a person like that can answer such questions even more accurately than the greatest lamdan. A lamdan mind cannot do this. Because Hashem didn't put it in the Alamdan mind to do this. But Ramosha, that was his tafkid to be a Paisik. That was one of his taf- main tafkidim to be a Paisik. A Paisik Hadar. And that's why Hashem gave him such a mind and such trunas. Of course, there was Bechira, and he chose to be a Tzadik Ramosha, and he worked on his Midas. So, again, you know, we could talk about Ramosha. If I had time, this is a, another series on G'dayle Yisrael and going through them and everything. I wish I could have the time. I could talk hours and hours and days and days about Ramosha. And so he, you know, this didn't come easy, but it was clear as day that he was given such a tafkid. And um, Rav Shmuel Birnbaum in that sefer talks about Rav Hanun Vasaman as well. 
and um, I don't remember clearly. I haven't written down. I have to look it up. But basically, same idea. There were greater minds than Rolo Hanan in the era that he lived. And um, Rav, Rav Hanan Wasserman said this. I'm not saying this because I'm an honor. I'm saying this because it's the truth. Rav Hanan said that there are many, many, many people that were bigger Iluyim and maybe even bigger in Sitkis than I am, Rav Hanan said. And nevertheless, before the war, Rav Hanan's yeshiva was known to have the most atzlacha and him to be a tremendous Rosh Hashiva of such a Hatzlacha Deke Yeshiva in Baranovich. Why? Because that was Rav Hanan's tafkit. This is what he was supposed to be. And of course Rav Hanan worked on himself. And Betal, I'm sure, worked on himself. And Ramosha worked on himself. So, of course, you can't just sit back and say, that's my tafkit, it's going to come to me, you know, from the sky. You have to work. But, nevertheless, they were able to do this because this was their tafkit. And that applies to everyone out there listening. I don't care if you're a male or a female. I don't care if you're single or married. You're a Talmud Chacham. You're not a Talmud Chacham. Whether you're from as of yet or not from as of yet, it makes no difference. We all know we're not Betzalels, we're not Rebuchanans, and we're not Ramayshas. So who are we kidding? You know. So what is the lesson of this? But the truth is, it makes no difference. Yes, in levels, we cannot be compared to those great ones in these stories and concepts that I'm giving you. You know, I'm giving you Tyrus about Betzalel and Ramosha and Rabarch Ber and, um, and Ravuchan of Asaman. So it's very easy to you listen to this. It says, you know, this is up in the sky. You know, <laughs> you're talking about people that are totally not in our framework. But that's not the point. That is not the point. Whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, and it's not Anova. We, on our own level, wherever we are, we are indispensable as Eden. Even though we don't come to their toenails of these people we just mentioned, or of Shmuel Birnbaum, to, for that matter, who's saying all this. We don't come to his toenails. But it doesn't take away anything. We're indispensable as Eden, just as they are. Hashem created them as great men because we we need, you know, because because we need those people to help us. It's like what Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, when after the eagle, and he told, he told Moshe Rabbeinu, "You go down, meaning go down from your level. What do I need you on your level for? The whole reason I gave you this greatness is because of my nation, Klal Yisrael. So they're on a low madrega. You're going down with them. I don't need you to be in such a big madrega." And as Hashem even told Moshe that, Hashem even told Moshe that. And in a weird way, that's how it works also with our G'dayla Yisrael. A lot of their godless has to do because of their tafkit to help us. But never underestimate your tafkit. And um, we have that special tafkit, what he calls, or Shmuel Burmam uses the word segula, like the Hisamli segula should be like a treasure. That's the Lushan, I think, that Rav Shmuel Berman learn, uh, says in his Sefer when he's talking about this Torah. Something each one of us individually has. We have that skula. We have that tafkid. No one else has it. And this is a skula each one of you has. Something that other people may not be able to put their finger on. 
You may not yet be able to put your finger on it, what it is exactly that's your skula. What is it that's, that's specialist in you? And how to tap into it. And this, this requires tefillah, actually. You need to daven to the Rabbeinu Shloilam. And I say, Hashem, I'm a chelikilkami mal. I come from Hashem. I come from you. I have a holy neshama. And you say that every single day. You are pure. No matter what layers of garbage you piled afterwards because of poor choices, which of course tshuva could eliminate, like I said again and a million times, nothing is reversible. All that garbage could be moved off. A diamond is a diamond even if it's in mud. You clean it off, it's back to that diamond. And that's all of you. So this idea of that I'm so full of my complexes and difficulties What's the school in me? It's gone. It disip- it's not, no, it's not gone. It's hidden, maybe. But it's not gone. So this schooler also may be buried in that very darkness right now that you find yourself in that you need to just learn how to pull out of and then you'll be able to discover that schooler. You'll be able to discover that treasure. So that is very important for all of you to know. The fact that you each have a tafkid that you need to do that's extremely important. Now, again, I come with recommendation, and again, because this is a shear that many, many people are, looking, are learning, I cannot hold back from giving over important information. Even for, for other people, it is not necessary or, they, or it's not healthy even to, to, to do. So, uh, like an example, I'm mentioning it now because it's important as you learn and read all these shiurim. Later, in the Shiorim, for example, I'm going to talk about um, young people, especially that struggle with be, actually being Mechal Shabbos. Not that they want to be Mechal Shabbos, but they're so addicted to their phones or to their, you know, the movies or games on the phones that they just cannot rip away. And they have a problem with Chil Shabbos in the privacy of their bedroom, wherever it is. They hide it from their parents and they are Michal Shabbos by opening these phones and playing these games on Shabbos, and they have difficulty, you know, dealing with that. We'll address that at a later point. There are many eights to it. So, for example, I may give some eights, especially for the ones, a lot of them are very bright and intelligent and interested in a lot of things. And one of the eights I may give later on is to put the phone or give it to somebody that they have no access to it, and how do you cope on a Shabbos when you're going out of your box, which is not easy. And I would recommend, for example, each person is interested in various different subjects. It may not be, um, you know, it could be secular stuff. It could be, I don't care if it's mystery or science fiction or horror or, 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 or history or whatever they're interested in. And I would recommend them take out books from the library or order books and read things that are interested, that, that interest them. It may not be Kaidish, but that's a way to get around the Chil Shabbos for the time being to help them cope while they're working on pulling away from those phones during a long Shabbos or a long Shabbos afternoon where they could read those books that interest them and move their minds away from it. Now, for many of you in other circles, what do you mean? You know, I would, a different type of year, I would say Shabbos, 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 you only learn Sefer Kaidish. And these books maybe don't even read during the week. But you have to understand, 
talking to all different people from all different walks of life. And everyone needs something else. And sometimes for one person, it's not a good thing to do. For another person, it's actually a mitzvah and a to do. And this is one example I'm giving. And I bring that up here because it's important to know. And it's important to know also when you're discovering tashkidim, not tashkid. Sometimes a person's tashkid is to do something where for another person it's not a good thing, but for you it is a good thing. For him it's a sakana, and for the other one it's not. I'm going to give you one more example of this. And I heard this third hand, um, so I don't know how the truth of the accuracy of it, but the yesoid is MS Gummer. And this is what I heard. I heard that there were two people in the... Someone who's in Tarvadas may know this. I know the names of the people that were told to me, but it could be that it didn't happen, you know, because I didn't verify the story. But basically, there were two Kyle people on real high Madrigas, special people that right now probably are very well known. They have either the big Magide Shurim or they have uh, a Rabbanus, and they're, they're real high Madrigas. Um... I think one of them, Nebuch, is not here anymore. But basically like this, well, what I told is that they both got offers. You know, they were in Kyle, They got offers both to be a Rebbe in a girl's school. And this is what I heard. And again, I can't, when I tell you I could verify something, I didn't verify, but I believe it's true. I know the names of the people they said it on. They both went to Rapam on whether they should take the position to be a Rebbe in the girl's school. One person, Rapam said, Chas v'shalom, you can only teach boys. You can't teach girls. It's not good for you. The other one, he said, the mamish, the opposite, 180 degrees opposite. He said, take the job. This is your tafkid. This is what you need to do. You need to be mechazik these girls. I'll show you what to do. I'll tell you what to do and give you the guidelines, but you should take the job right away. You're needed for this. Now, I want to tell you that both of them, it's not like one was a tzaddik and one wasn't a tzaddik. <laughs> they were both real high people. But Hashem, but, but Rapam knew their tchunas. With one, b'teva, it would be difficult to teach girls. The other one, b'teva, it wouldn't. That, by the way, is a also very important to know. You wives, Bez Hashem, you need to know this. This is not a topic now, but I just want to bring it up briefly, and it's something we'll discuss at a different time. If the fact that some men are very sexually stimulated and and motivated, are interested in sex, point blank, and then the others that are not as much, that does not reflect on what their real spiritual level is. Very often, you'll have a person that is very into it and wants it all the time and shows very much interested in it. And, and, and it's not because they're not tzaddikim, it's just beteva, they have that tchuna that they need that to express themselves. And others that are less inclined like that does not mean that they're bigger tzaddikim per se. It just means beteva, they don't need it as much. You can't bring a raya from the fact that one has more interest in that and one less on their, on their spiritual level. That's a aside that's very important to know for all you women out there that sometimes may like wonder, like, why is this, this husband here? You know, he learns all day long and he comes in here. 
there's a reason for it, and it's not necessarily totally in Dargis. It has to do with Tafkid and Tchunas HaNefesh. And like this thing with Rav Pam, the story I just said, they're both tzaddikim, but one had a Tchunas HaNefesh where being around girls all the time would have a negative effect, while the other one would do would not. It would be beneficial. So each person has to know his Tafkid. And that's the big yisoy to learn, and you need to daven, maybe speak to mentors who really know you, to give you adracha and what your real tafkid is. Hashem should help, that you should all learn and know what your tafkid is. And again, we didn't touch upon Shalom Bayis in these two shiurim about tafkid, but tafkid is directly related. If you really study the subject well and understand what your tafkid is or what your skula is, your Shalom Bayis will be immeasurably better because you'll understand more why you ended up with this husband, why you ended up with this wife, despite the fact that in your mind you may find that some of it is challenging, you'll understand it better. And that will enhance your Shalom Bayis greatly, but that's not a subject we addressed here, but Bez Hashem in some future shiurim hopefully we'll be able to address. Have a wonderful day.